what's happening, my dysfunctional family members out there listening. Welcome back to the latest episode of View from the Hill. Tonight I sit down with my friend Emerson B. You probably heard him rocking this town in his band, Bright at Night. He's a longtime Athens native. Spent a while in Philly and rocked the town there, showed them what's up, and now he's been back. He's been delivering his sweet music to all of us. Sit back, we're going to listen to some music by Emerson B, and we're going to get to know him and what he's been up to. Let's get funky today. I'm on my way, way, way. Hey, we're uh, Bright at Night, and you're listening to WLCI in Studio A. Oh, no. 
Change the play. I hope a lie ain't all that bad. Or maybe something's wrong with me. Or something only that my mama can see. Oh, this could be because of how I had to go and lose my dad. I know they got two that say one crew herb then got scooped away. For all them years that I know that I can never get back. Trying to find my place. I love music, baby, for the pace and how I can write down and learn from my past. Because the lovers they fall like seasons, give up on all them reasons. Be no other choice except them lose. And if the lovers they fall like seasons, give up on all them reasons. Oh my God, damn. I'm in my head, I'm trying to breathe. I'm feeling lost, what's wrong with me? Yeah. 
self-esteem had me down for the count I was down on my knees Begging darling please Now I'm free Released from the mess and the stress And I'm back on my feet Back on my She feet. reads like I write And I act like I know it It's dark though Like midnight On the back of the ocean And my mind's in a place I don't really wanna be It's ripping pulling Every single little part of me A new blue sky's what I'm dreaming of Why you out the drinking Thinking that you gonna fall in love Your mind stays clouded Like the ones I know It's so thick You may never find a better way home Still, I see you looking at me crazy Like my head's on fire Plenty of sleep But I still feel tired And now you put it all together Cause I had it all wrong It's not about what It's about how strong Work it out and make it happen Till the love's all gone Till then I'm making a mission To take it to places like Hong Kong Now I'm running out of time Cause the clock don't wait I think I'm leaving Gonna be late Baby, I bet you thought I couldn't make it this long on my own, but I'm back on my feet. Back on my feet. Trying to figure where the hell I went wrong. The poison fruit, you be the apple I eat. The apple I eat. The lack of self-esteem had me down for the count. I was down on my knees, begging darling, please. Now I'm free, released from the mess and the stress, and I'm back on my feet. Back on my feet. I bet you thought I couldn't make it this long on my own, but I'm back on my feet. On my feet. Trying to figure where the hell I went wrong The poison fruit, you'd be the apple I'd eat The apple I'd eat The lack of self-esteem had me down for the count I was down on my knees Begging darling, please, now I'm free Released from the mess and the stress And I'm back on my feet What's happening, guys? What's happening? We're sitting here with my boy Emerson B. You just heard some songs he did. First, it came out the WLCI sessions that he has recorded. The first song you heard was Fall Like Seasons. And then you heard some stuff he did with his band, Sassafras. That song was Breaking News. You also heard a song that he did with uh, Schwartz, MC Schwartz. He was the first guest on the uh, on the first episode, and that was Back on My Feet. So we're here with him. He did all that work. It's Emerson B. What's happening, my man? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Happy to be here. Thanks good. for having me. Good. Yeah. Sweet. So what you been into? You been playing music lately? You been uh, seeing anything cool going on? Playing music, writing music. It's actually that winter season when uh, the hiatus comes into play not because we're hibernating necessarily but uh somehow it naturally happens like that i think everyone else is hibernating i mean right maybe that's what it is we're like why are we gonna play if no one's gonna be there it's too cold exactly and no one wants to walk around i know i don't want to walk around they don't they don't keep court street very well but it hasn't snowed really it's just been cold right so i mean it's been it's been cold certain nights it's been warmer than usual but it's just it's odd you know you don't know what to expect so. i saw you doing some uh, some stuff with the best of the best of a news the a news red carpet thing did you guys yeah they there? put together an event this year that um is going to be a annual event i guess um every year now for the athens news best of athens awards right. they're going to put together a red carpet with a band and was it was it like that was it like was it red carpet and everything uh, and it was in? maroon carpet up around <laughs> the the hors d'oeuvres and drinks but it was great it was like um a couple different kinds of beers tony sponsored and came through with a couple of hot carafe thermoses of hot nuts, Some hot nuts. <laughs> and right then uh, there was a bunch of food good stuff so it was cool it was a nice event and i think they're gonna know what they did this year that they okay. don't want to do and what they want to do right? and, and we played we were kind of like a tv show side band <laughs> uh 
but it was fun. That's right? cool. Did you win any awards? We got third place this year, third best band in Athens, so second runner-up. Um, yeah, we'll take it. No doubt, no doubt. So, uh, you know, long-time Athens native, right? You were kind of, I kind of remember you around when, like, I was a kid growing up. I think we were sort of friends back then. How long are you, when, when, were you born in Athens? I was born in Athens. Born in Athens. Born. In I Greece. was attempted to be born on Rock Riffle Road, and complications well attempt okay hold on hold on you got to kind of expand on that one well no it was going to be a home birth uh uh, in the house that my mom and dad were in and it was a a fun little spot off rock riffle rock riffle road apparently it was haunted my mom woke up to the rocking chair going many times oh all right but uh when it came time to birth time it was now it was hospital time. We, we shouldn't <laughs> yeah. do this at home. We need to yeah, go to hospital. We, it's not working out. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So then, I mean, so being in Athens, you obviously were around the music scene. I know me growing up in Athens, my parents were always taking me to like Jackie O's back in the day, you know, when they were when they were our age and I was seeing uh, live music play back then. So I imagine you were always, you know, up involved in something, seeing, seeing people perform. Did any of your oh, yeah. family members like perform back in the day or anything? For sure. Um, my dad actually played all the time as well as my mom and they played a lot of shows together but they had separate things as well um this is your dad johnny b right johnny b yep he was another local cat uh that's right johnny b life ended a little too soon but he was on the path man he was listening to all sorts of stuff closer to the time he passed and uh i could see that his style was just going to go in a million directions and that kind of gave me motivation not only to just continue music because i had started playing guitar a little bit and wanting to do it before he died. And then, uh, we, you know, or we, <laughs> well, me and Gabe is who I was thinking of. We, we, we stuck with it. Uh, my you buddy Gabe, Gabe. Yeah. We, Gabe, he, we Gabe, had a Gabe Fisher, Gabe Fisher man, Gabe skateboard Fisher. fucking extraordinaire. He was the and chef, man. chef Mastro. Uh, <laughs> he might be listening right now. Actually. I told him to tune in while he's down there at purple chopsticks. So we got to shout out purple chopsticks. Man. Shout out to purple chopsticks. Gabe, if you're listening, you know, what's up, go down there to get the best food in town, unless you want some other best food. And there's other places too but. and then i mean your mom your mom was around i mean is she doing still like um like some sort of dance stuff a lot i know that she was trying to get mm-hmm. my sister to do some dance stuff at like the She's... nelsonville music festival and she seems pretty involved in the in the kind of arts around town too right yeah absolutely my mom's jumping in every direction in the community and it's awesome uh she's you know teaching yoga and stuff but she's always doing her art she has awesome. a master's in dance that she got from uh temple university in philly and she also had her BA from uh, from OU here, which is what brought her into town. And she started her own dance company. And her, I mean, she must have been like 23, 24. And Mind Collision Dance Company had that for a few years going on, traveled what all over the country. What was it called now? Mind Collision. Mind Collision Dance, dance company. company. I like yeah. that. I, I do like too. That. I wanted to bring it back in some way. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, and we should. somehow (laughs) somehow bring it back but yeah she's she's amazing she's doing all sorts of stuff uh mostly the dance stuff but she's been writing a lot of songs as well getting into banjo and uh you know doing her thing right on right on so you know while you were in athens you know in your first stint because we're going to talk a little bit about you know when you when you kind of left and started doing your own thing away 
But when you were in Athens, you know, during during your first in here, growing up, did you get into any music? Were you playing? Had you started really playing? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> kind of? I think so. Sort I mean, of. I couldn't really... I can't place, like, the time period exactly, because I know I moved away in middle school to Ithaca, New York, and then, you know, while I was gone, you know, that 7th and 8th grade season was everybody getting into, like, the music that was they that liked, and getting into, into the hip-hop, and getting into, you know, anything, punk mm-hmm. and everything, and then, you know, I had a bunch of skateboard friends doing their thing, and then, you know, even you and... Schwartz probably around that eighth grade time were like we love hip hop. Yeah, we love- I was starting to get into it. I yeah. think I was still starting to get into really my like um, hippie classic rock phase. Still at seven. Ooh, eighth okay. Grade. I don't yeah. think I got into hip hop. I guess really until yeah. Maybe, a lot of people do that because their parents yeah, try right. to motivate the music. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And then I had a oh yeah. I mean, back <laughs> then I had a, a great friend Ryan Greenley. Uh, back then he moved here and I just met him. He, he became my neighbor out. I've lived in the middle of nowhere. Didn't live next to anyone. Right. So having a neighbor was like the most amazing thing ever. And, uh, he played guitar and he was listening to all that yeah, stuff. So Greenlee he introduced was me it. to the Zeppelin. He, he helped me get the lead out and all that. And, all right. And Greenlee introduced me there. But then Mechanical finally, I, I think finally, uh, Tesher introduced <laughs> me to, to snoop dog nice. and dre and we were listening to doggy style and then it was on around that <laughs> yeah my my dad actually is who put me on to pm don and beastie boys like way back and then oh, like yeah. cameo and like some other stuff that was just kind of going in this other direction getting getting weird and uh <laughs> but also in the hip-hop realm and like doobie brothers and yeah i mean my uncle my uncle too he was the one who introduced me to to Beastie Boys, I mean, they were a cool fucking thing in, yeah. in the 90s. The, they were, I think the first tape I bought, Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique, and Dangerous. Michael Jackson, <laughs> That's Dangerous. That's a good combination. <laughs> Those are some good purchases yeah. for your first one. School Kids. Worth it. At School Kids? At School Kids, which is now the Costume, costume shop. shop. Yeah, very original name they have. Very original School name. Kids would still be so sick. Girl, I don't understand. the name School Kids? No doubt. Maybe so there was a cease and desist somewhere that we didn't know about. Like we don't somebody, know what goes behind closed doors. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So it sounds like kind of that, like your Athens kind of growing up, you know, with your 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 dad and your mom kind of rocking the scene. That kind of actually laid the groundwork more, so to speak, is what mm-hmm. it sounds like. A little so bit. You were ready to move into things when you started getting introduced and really getting heavy into stuff in Ithaca. And right. Well, just in terms, because we were only in Ithaca for about a year, and then I came back and actually finished out eighth grade in Athens. Gotcha. And uh, so. Then I was here that whole summer, but during the school year and then that summer, you know, we were hanging out, kicking it. I was back right. playing guitar and stuff with Gabe. I think we did a few shows. Even a little younger, we did a couple shows up at Casa and played a few originals and some covers like Brown Eyed Girl and like some old school stuff. And, and see, I don't think we really started linking up until after high school, really. Right. I mean, yeah. We came back to those old hip hop shops. I remember you came and visited. A few times. I'd be back in town here and there. There'd be the battles up at Casa when it was like just the small side. Yeah, the big um, side hadn't even been built yet. Yeah, and we'd go up there and I rapped a couple times and sometimes I just watched everybody else doing their thing. But I... Yeah, and that's once I started back, coming back, I started jumping up, showing me stuff that you had done, and so that's basically what I know from you is because f- what came first? Did, did Florida come first? Florida came after high school. So basically, let's do a quick timeline. Born in Athens, uh-huh. 
moved to Ithaca, New York in the seventh grade. Uh huh. Stayed there through seventh grade, came back to Athens, did eighth grade in Athens, stayed the summer, moved to Philadelphia for ninth grade. So at the end of the summer, came into Philly, started doing that, started doing that, started going to high school in Philly. So I was up in the Philly area for all four years of high school, doing that thing up there called high school. And then uh, out of high school, like immediately... Drove my ass down to Florida and went to Full Sail University for recording, right. which I barely use. But I'm really glad that I went and I know what I know because then when I'm in the you know studio performing or just how I want things to sound, I have an ear for it or an, you know an understanding of right. how to get that sound. Whether I'm the engineer or not, I'd rather be hands off. Oh, I understand <laughs> that. You have, I mean, you have the technical. I love know having hands on, yeah, but it's yeah. kind of the same thing for me. It's except in the reverse, you know. Like I, I um, obviously I do the the hip hop thing, the dysfunctional family mm-hmm. thing, and, and the spitting. But I really got into to sort of instruments and songwriting and playing guitar and uh, and just trying to learn a basic, um, you know, songwriting, basic principles of writing music and playing music is just the same. You know, when I'm in there recording, I know how to press all the buttons and I know how right. to get in on that, but it's definitely nice to have a background. Which is where I'm not. Yeah. So we're the reverse. So we'd be a good team, really. We would. (laughs) So that helps me out because that's kind of when I, um, that's when, when really you linked up and, and, and you say you never use it, but that full sale experience, I mean, it, it really had it. I'm using it without knowing I'm using it. And it had an influence on dysfunctional family because you came back then. Uh-huh. Um, for a while again. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, back to the timeline. Timeline. I was only there for 13 months because it was a two-year degree in 13 months intensified program. We had one month off, so right. it was 12 straight months. I was months thinking of about school. going to that. It seems sweet. Yeah, it's definitely sweet, and it puts you right into where the industry is, like whatever's top-notch right now, and what's happening in any studio that's you know doing it. They're Whatever the newest on. gear is, they always have the newest gear. Like, you're not sitting there learning something that's obsolete, you know? Right. Um, so, that's really great. And then, but yeah, out of out of Florida, came back up to Athens for a minute, and then spent a couple winters with the Athens boys who like to go snowboarding. We right. went out and right. worked in Big Sky, Montana, on the mountain out there, got our free pass, and snowboarded like 120 days straight, two years in a row. Right. That summer... I came back in between those winters to Athens again, and we started, I think, getting down on music. Because I had heard stuff you did with your boy Hims. Hims, right? yeah, my and buddy Tim Boyd. He, uh, which I think he's he's going by Tim Boyd now. Tim Boyd, okay, <laughs> his, okay, which is his name. So go, you know, uh-huh. who would have thunk it? Go find Tim Boyd right now, guys. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing shit. I don't know what he's doing. He's shit. a songwriter, man. He's a producer songwriter. He has been a performer and everything, but he he basically said, you know, I'm passionate about the writing. I don't need to perform the song right. or sing the song. I'll sing it so that somebody else can hear what I'm doing and they can do it better kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I really I really admire all the shit that he was doing. So we, we started doing music down at Full Sail. I mean, obviously, you want to create. You're in school going crazy over time and labs and getting freaked out on information. What you're learning. Yeah, so we were getting down. And that's when I started having a bigger understanding of how easy it was to just start laying shit down. Mm-hmm. Like, so we would freestyle all the time, <laughs> guitar or beats that he's made or beats that I've made, and we'd do weird stuff, you know, like hit 
the back of a you know plastic cup with a chopstick and like record stuff in the shower stall and that like, was the best you know yeah, like all that, the little yeah. things and just be like what about this sound and like hit a glass or like break something i don't think i do that, that enough these yeah, days actually get back to it basically make like foley beats like with just uh, <laughs> just like break and, shit, house, and then you turn yeah. it into like a sick beat <laughs> so yeah we were doing shit like that and uh and getting wild and that's when i tried to start honing in on like songwriting for sure uh, just because I could hear all the different parts. And I, I started to realize more while I was in school and learning about all the behind-the-scenes stuff that I'm like, I don't know if I'm made for the behind-the-scenes stuff. Right. I think I'm made to to write and, you know, pour out and see what happens. Well, you came back, um, I don't know if it was a summer or a winter or what, you came back and you had some stuff recorded that you and Hims did. And, I mean, that was a catalyst because I heard what you were doing. And at that time... Uh, you know, Schwartz and I were doing our hip hop stuff and we hadn't even been dysfunctional family yet. We were just fucking around right? and we had just the worst equipment ever and we were doing our best with it. Then we heard your stuff and it finally sounded like it was the first time we had heard a friend of ours record something that sounded legit. Like it sounded professional. Like right. You could hear it. The, the I quality, give, the I give that quality, quality. To, to Tim Boyd. To Tim again. Boyd. <laughs> yeah. Got the production quality. You know, that was hot, I knew you know? what to do, and I I've, I messed around with a lot of the mixing for a while on some of that stuff just because it was my chops were fresh at that time. I knew what to do. But that got he us had down. the ear, man. But I yeah, I brought that back. I forget what we called it. It was just Embassy and Hymns or whatever. Yeah, something. And, I uh, listened to that all the time. Yeah. I that. used to. I lost it. <laughs> yeah, I think Cedar is the only person who has it now. The Cedar, my brother, the bassist. We looked at each other, Schwartz and I, and we were just like, well, we got to get like real equipment. So that's when we finally decided to get together and try to get some own equipment of ours. Right. And my dad helped me a lot in those times. And yeah, he, I mean, that, me I'm glad that was the catalyst because, I mean, you guys took it beyond anything I was going to do. And so it's like, it. it's almost like it. you took my degree. And we're able to run with it based on like what I could pass on. It was and, awesome. and you're like, well, I don't need the degree. Everybody just told me to step it up <laughs> without even saying step up shit. Your game, son. Yeah, like here I it did. is. <laughs> I didn't even do it. I didn't even touch it. Tim Boyd did Tim this. Tim Boyd did this. <laughs> Old TB. <laughs> well, that was sweet, man. So and then, so then. You were in Philly in high school, but I mean, did yep. you stay around that area for a while, like doing music outside of high school? You well, know, this you were is, back and forth. Uh, well, I had a buddy in high school, Theo, who actually visited Athens a couple times, okay. Theophilus Mason the mm -hmm. He uh, he came through in ninth grade with all sorts of information and he was always beating on desks and fucking trying to rap and he like somehow we hit it off right away i think we hit it off in like orientation for the school it was a brand new school and uh philadelphia mennonite high school is up in north philly uh not really in the best neighborhood and it was just around the corner from gerard high school and there was like Basically, by opening up the school, it started beef. And so, like, all the Gerard High School people, like, wanted the beef with fucking PPYM all day. <laughs> PPYM, uh, no. Philadelphia Mennonite High School. PM. <laughs> HS. The There's a PPYM, which is Philadelphia. Uh, I'm not even going to go into all the abbreviations of things. But anyway, there was beef with our school. From this other school, before anything even was like, before anybody knew anybody, like because they had to get on the same bus, 
So they just knew they went to different schools. So all schools, these new so kids on you. the bus, fuck you. We don't but, know yeah. you, so go fuck yourselves. Yeah. And it was North Philly, and it was. <laughs> I luckily I was taking a bus from West Philly, which is not born and raised. <laughs> born and raised. I'm at, I was only a few blocks from Will Smith High School, but it was funny because our street was like, oh, this is nice, and then one block over was like, oh. This is hood, this and then like two blocks up was like, oh, look at that little restaurant. This is nice, and then like two blocks left was like, this is real hood. <laughs> like, That's when you were in high school, and my understanding though is too that you know, I mean, was it in high school? My understanding that you got into the music scene. Were you? I mean, were you performing out in Philly while living there ever during any time? We well, like I said, me and my buddy Theo got into it. So around like definitely by senior year, we were like trying to record stuff and there was this little uh there's this little spot that was like down kind of across from chinatown and it was basically you know big enough to be like a check cashing place or like some some very tiny little business that Mm -hmm. doesn't need very much much room at all all. so they had like three shelves with some dvds and bootleg cds on it and then they had a vocal booth Uh and you could bring in your cd of whatever beat and they'd record your lyrics over it and, or I guess, yeah, whatever your beat was and they'd deal with that uh-huh. and whatever your lyrics were over it. And then they'd give you the a, mixed copy. A copy of what you just did. <laughs> and then, so we did that a few times and that's like my first experience with recording was kind of just like, okay, here we are. And then that's we were, the we were little... fucking with fruity loops and stuff to make our beats and a little uh, mini room in Philly. Yeah, just, just like, like oh, like right next door is like where you get your shoes repaired. And then to the right of that is like <laughs> ties, bow shop. ties, and hats, and right. then donuts, and then like a little pizza like desk. And then like, <laughs> like wow. Did you do any like busking, you know? Were you out on the streets at all? Uh, not in high anything? school, really. We did link up because Theo, man, I'll tell you, he's like so just snappy like he'll just he wants to like talk to anybody and like he he doesn't care where he's at probably good network yeah super good networker he's he's on it um so we there was this hip-hop group coming up at the time called tangled thoughts and we were just rapping in my car on south street and caught at the light and this dude from tangled thoughts d and Cass, i think both of them this dude both dudes in the band uh d and Cass, were walking down and uh, they heard us rapping in the car. So they're like, you guys, you guys are spitting? And they came up to the edge of the car. And they're like, we got a studio like around the corner. Like we're in a group called Tangled Thoughts. Our producer and other, you know, lyricist life is up there right now. That's where we're headed. Like, do you guys want to like so come in? Up. Well, they just said like, do you want to come there right now and like hang out and listen? And it was just a little home studio, like similar to this room. Nice. But with like a Triton uh-huh. keyboard, Everyone, like the Korg yeah, Triton and everybody first, had, yeah. yeah and that was the first they were getting down record. though. And then they, uh, within a year, they were like out in Cali doing big things. But it was just funny because we were, I mean, we sounded ridiculous and we were probably, I had just gotten my license and I was driving my Chrysler LeBaron like four-door sedan Chrysler LeBaron thinking I was hot shit man just loving my ride and then <laughs> and then you 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 were in a while then you finally moved back to Athens for good a few years ago but where'd you move from were you well from- we have a we have a couple things in between again because that was high school right 
And so then I go to Florida after high school. Then we do the Athens for a minute. Then back and forth Montana thing. Right. Uh, Out of Montana the second time. Got a job with using my degree in Ithaca, New York again. It's because I still had connections up there. What was Um, the job? uh, BSI Productions. It was a production company mostly doing live sound. Right on. So they were doing big gigs. They were doing things from, you know, like Molly Hatchet and like freaking all these old like classic rock That's bands sweet. in this <laughs> spot called tags tavern oh yeah uh but it was cool we did like we did um any job that you can have that's like using your degree, that's always a fucking good feeling. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> really I was, I, there was doing. a live sound degree that you could get from Full Sail, and I it, like live sound pro- and show production, and I got the recording one. So it was like the flip, but right. it, once you, you if you can do the it. studio stuff, then you can do the live stuff. Yeah, you can. Where, whereas if you learn the other way around, it might not be the same, but. You, if you have an understanding, we probably have some live people out there that would disagree with you and say, "No, I learned the live stuff and I can get into the studio too." I bet Luna, Kurt, Luna, if Luna was out there listening right now, he might <laughs> he's probably say, like, "Shut up!" Shut it was like you don't know anything. <laughs> no, well, maybe I'm just thinking of the crew that I was working with at the time, so that like put that in my head. But yeah, Luna's definitely fierce, and you know, there's plenty of other people that. The live stuff, you have to be on the fly. You have to be quick. You have to know how to make oh, it right, which means studio, you have a little more time. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, that was... Yeah, let's just try that again because I fucked up. You can't, like, fuck up live, you no, know? Not at all. You can't fuck up live because that's happening then. I mean, yeah. I remember doing Just, like, stuff right now, I better I not say the wrong thing. Like, like I just did. Yeah, when I was in school <laughs> even, I remember uh, we'd have to go and, and, you know, help live shows set up or whatever, live concerts. And it's like, man, whoever's putting on a show has a lot of faith to ask a class to come help their stuff. Because I remember yeah. the shit that would happen with our class. And people out in the crowd going, what the hell's going <laughs> on? It was, it was horrible. Being, I mean, live has just got to be bad. That's when I was in class. And that's kind of when I was like, I don't want to do live. Yeah, live is not for me. It's too much stress. I just want to chill. Yeah, it's like it's crazy because in this realm of work, you know, you you figure out whichever way you jump into it, you figure out what it is that you were made to do. You're obviously drawn to it in some fashion. So whether you're going to be an engineer, a producer, a live sound super specialist who's just putting on the best shows ever and, and loving to set up their tent and run sound for anything with the biggest rigs you could find or the littlest ones, whatever. But you know, like me, I found that I want to be out in the front. I want to make the music. Like I'm really more inspired by making it than like dealing with people like me in the studio. <laughs> and then turn more uh, of me up. Turn me up. <laughs> yeah, turn, I need more uh, of me. me to do that guitar. So again, it's like, it's been the same every time. <laughs> we man. did, we did it 24 times. Yeah. And then, you know, shit like that. And I know being picky, I know how that can be. So I don't, I already have to deal with that for myself. I don't want to deal with everybody else's. Sure. But I, I with you at, too, being like, all right, I'm, live sound out going to the studio i need to like have yeah, some I look quiet at those live my, shows that we've yeah. played and i see people like i see the live sound guy just like he's all around the place yeah. and he's got to be on and he's got to be on you know and yeah i just looked and that's not for me yeah no thank you and it's like high stress like it's you know there's people that really feed off of that and they're like i have to be like totally clinched for the next four hours and then as soon as i get to release after a good show i'm like oh yeah, everything like is perfect shits. 
Yeah, it's they, like, gotta, they like you know, staying all clenched live up. Live sound that is shit like in. taking the best shit of your life. You know, <laughs> if you do a good show, you just took the best shit of your life. <laughs> you just took the best shit of your life, Luda. How many shits have you taken? I know you're out there listening. You've taken some good shit. These things a lot of good shits. Big shits, big old good ones. <laughs> <laughs> old big shits, Luna out there. So let's fast forward a little bit. Okay, so, so then, then and then I'm back in Philly. After, well, sorry, let's go back because I moved to Ithaca, <laughs> was working BSI Productions, doing right. that for another year or so, and then got out of there, moved to Manhattan with another friend who was from school down in Full, full Sail. We moved, I moved into a spot that he already had locked down, 1100 a month, about as big as this room, the whole apartment, like, so small. Where My, exactly at? Uh, this was on 80th between... First and second, no, between second and third on 80th above Totono's Pizza. I'm gonna say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like I know it's right in the about. Upper East Side. I'm like, why are you in the Upper East Side, dude? We're paying like yeah, out okay, the wazoo for nothing. Like we could be in LES, or we could be in Brooklyn, we could do something else if we're doing this and have space. And like, it didn't work out. He no. kind of became crazy. He was uh, working <laughs> late hours at the Bowery Poetry Club, bouncing and checking IDs and. Uh, mopping the floors at the end of the night and he picked up a habit that was keeping him up late and then he'd come home and be like totally off the wall. Yeah. Found out he was bipolar later. I wrote him this long letter like, dude, you've turned into kind of an asshole. I don't know what's going on. Was he hitting up the meth? No. No? no. Didn't go that hardcore? No, he was he was blowing it out. And uh, Was it doing... Was he doing the? He was going skiing where there's no mountains. At? He was skiing with no mountains, man. He was freaking Bolivian marching powder. Oh. He was he was flying away, but he he came back down enough to fucking freak out about his shower scrunchie, and I'm like, <laughs> this is nuts, man. Like he's like, you used my shower scrunchie. I'm like, first of all, I didn't know that's what it was called. <laughs> second off why would i do that i'm gonna wipe your ass all over myself like no no thank you. he's like it was wet i'm like because it's hanging in the shower dude like get it together and so he freaked out like heavy the the space his space was being invaded like super hardcore i'm like really yours is because i'm the one with a bed three feet from the shower and i kick the oven every night <laughs> so like you got a king-size bed in the other room Anyway, uh, so I dipped, and it was the best thing ever. And then he hit me up like months later, and was like, "Hey, man, you were right. I was bipolar, dude. I, I, I'm staying with my uncle now. I'm getting some help, and I'm really sorry. I'm really fucking sorry." And I felt good about that, well, and I accepted his apology, and I've never good. talked to him again. And you don't need to, but that's good that happened. <laughs> yeah, least, so it, you know, it all made sense because I, I, I wrote out. that long letter and just pointed out all the different shit that I'm like. This is out of nowhere. You're being irrational. This is, this is this. That is that kind of stuff. And so another Athens local resident transplant journeyer, uh, Yang Miller, Yang Miller, Moss Miller's right, brother. Yeah. He was already living in Manhattan for a long time. He was on the Upper West Side, and he'd been doing film stuff and uh-huh. getting into acting and like in that world for probably five ten years mm. by the time i got there he's an older dude he used to babysit me uh not older he's like still in his 30s but no i know that's what i called moss too though yeah. when we were you younger, old i used to be like the, i'm hanging out with moss the old dude 
<laughs> yeah, well, at least he, he acts young, man. You're only as young as you act. I think Moss gave me my first porno, man. Shout out to Moss. Shout out to Moss. First porno. Forced porno, man. Forced porno. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yang Miller's living up there. I, you know, I had a couple people I could reach out to in the city because basically I got my shit out in a day and put some of it in my uncle's like storage area and part of his house because he had a he had a house over by the museum and uh and then i moved in with yang and his girlfriend or fiance at the time for like another month worked on some lighting for a tv pilot they were doing for something i don't know if it took off uh it was called fox 45 av club the the av club so it was all it was kind of like mockumentary officey but not uh yeah, kind of like The Office, but with like an AV club in like a high school kind of deal. Gotcha. Uh, it's pretty funny. And anyhow. So you did the lighting for that? So I did some lighting and for a minute and and then went back to Ithaca a couple months later. I was like, this isn't working. I'm doing like, trying to do like Craigslist jobs and yeah. random shit. And I'm like, this, I can't just like be in Manhattan starting at fucking zero. Like if you, you know, and I'm, and I felt fine about it. Cause I'm like, there's a lot of shit going on back here in Ithaca yeah. that people are drawing me back into that. I was pulled into through working there with the production company. I like got to know some of what was going on. With I still some can't other... believe I haven't been there. I mean, I still yeah. can't believe I haven't been to Ithaca. Everyone that's been, you know, from Athens mm-hmm. even and, and are Athens natives are like, you got to go to Ithaca. It's like a, more badass Athens, kind of. Well, I don't know if I'd put it in the more badass. They're in the same realm, for sure, and I I believe that it's a little bigger, and you have a little more diversity, so there is that, which brings badassery. But uh, at the same time, I mean, Athens has got something special, man, and there's, there's a lot of hubbub coming from Cornell University up in Ithaca, you know, you have a lot of money mm-hmm. and a lot of conservative and a lot yeah. of this and a lot of that. You like don't really have people. a lot of that down here, but you can still have a shit ton of that mm-hmm. up there. Bunch of small nose people pointing in the air. Yeah, and thinking that they're like so eco, you know. And I'm not bashing, but it, there's a huge community that I love and respect and want to see thrive and want to visit and continue to support up there. But there's another side of it too, which there always is in every town. I mean, we got it here. It's everywhere. But, um, I think that that is more visible, more prevalent as well. So it's like, kind of like you pick your, pick your battles. It's cool though. There's waterfalls everywhere. Beautiful, beautiful. I've show. seen those. And, and I mean, there's like some, I mean, kind of like, I don't know if I'd say famous, but I mean, there's like some, some, yeah, they're, I mean, they're known and, and there's some parks around there that are just gorgeous. I've you can hike for hours and hours and hours. Definitely. Um, lakes, the whole, there's like wine trails. There's two different, they're in the Finger Lakes region. So there's, you know, all these different vineyards and wineries going mm-hmm. up the sides of the lakes. And you can take like a shuttle or get a friend to designated drive a mm-hmm. big, big car, a couple of them. And, I'm saying, I can't believe that I and you just go taste wine for free, like, all the way around a lake and maybe buy a bottle like every few stops or, you know, get a coaster or something <laughs> like, but you basically can just go and drink wine just have a good time. And, and check out like beautiful spots all along the lake. You pick like, 
you know, early fall or some shit. So I'm saying we should have like a wine tasting place like Fox Lake. Go to Stroud's Run and yeah, get wine. Yeah, we have like three vineyards around here. I mean, I guess we can just go and take Four. our own wine. <laughs> just go buy yeah, some wine buy some and wine. then have somebody drive and then you just pick all the spots and yeah, go and exactly. drink the wine. It's kind of, but I mean, then you're yeah, buying the wine and you're not getting the experience of like walking in and having somebody like just goof off and tell you about shit because usually people are in there just being just as happy as you are, mm-hmm. you know? So, That's awesome. So, it's pretty fun. so then... So got into some more music up there. So joined a group went. called Rare Faction, which I, was okay, yeah, a hip hop group that that uh, joined in with a live jazz band called Parlor. So it was Rare Faction was like all the MCs, and then and then this um, Parlor was like a jazz band. Yeah, and this girl Sass sang, and then Parlor was the jazz band that backed that. And sometimes there'd be beats that they either play along to or they'd recreate, similar to how kind of first street heat did right, some of the right. disfunk beats or right. transferred into sassafras a little kind bit turn it into their own but still do the same yeah kind of thing. it was hot man it was a cool group to get involved in because they saw me up at a show a thousands of one show which i actually had the pleasure this last time i visited ithaca i was there for the uh grassroots festival and thousands of one was playing in the big thousands circus tent yeah they're fun and uh they were playing in the big circus tent, like as we walked in to the festival. I mean, there's tons of stages, but the first stage was this big tent, and we just got our tickets or wristbands. Walked in, and I'm like, that that sounds like Jaheem. That sounds like Thousands of One. And I like walk in there. By the end of their set, you know, I walk over to the side, and I'm like, what's up, guys? You just crushed it, you know. And they were like, oh shit, it was it. Like Jaheem was like. <laughs> are you a ghost right now? Like, are you even here, dude? And then they're like, you got to get up. Like, we're going to definitely do an encore. Like, fucking get up there at the end. Let's do this. And so I hopped on for a track with them this past year. And, like, it was this cool full circle thing. They're like, you know, Jaheim was like, have you been performing? First he says I'm a ghost. Then he's like, damn, dude, like, you must have been on stage these last however many years doing your thing because i mean you're like a million times different in this whole progression i'm like it's all around man it's, it's all crazy around how it's that cool. happens too like i you know you don't even see that happen yourself mm-hmm. really you know like you, right you're just kind of the same because you've been with yourself all the time but you see those yeah i'm still sitting here going oh shit yeah. what's what's Did going on good? was that good was that all right shit. you see those cats that then you haven't seen for like eight years you know seven years right they see you perform and they're like whoa yeah a whole new world and it's and it was awesome to do that but kind of to, to bring those two together um thousands one was playing a show and uh altruistic this one of the mcs from from rare faction was up there at the same show and it was the first show that i decided to go out to i'd like been there for about a month or month and a half i'm like i gotta get out i gotta go to like somewhere to see music or something uh-huh. and i called this spot called the nines which i knew had music because i remember from when i was in middle school they were like the cool pizza shop with a big stage and not a big stage but like they would they would pull in a lot of it was like the union or something uh-huh. um and then so anyway, went up there to that show. Altruistic was up there chilling, and he was going to get pulled on for a verse. And I was, before any I even knew any of that, I was sitting at the bar early, and they were sound checking, and I started kind of like nodding my head, and I was just like spitting lyrics in my head to their sound check, because like Jaheem wasn't singing or anything yet. 
and it was just these sick beats and i'm like what is happening right now like live band crushing it <laughs> and and then jaheem came up to me he's like are you sticking around for the show later like would you rap like da, 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 da. like what would you spit to this right now and so i just did they hear you the, like doing the thing sound checking too like well, kind of like a turn their head like well he was just damn. walking through grabbing pitchers of water and beer for the band and like saw me sitting there doing that because i'm like one of like five people in the whole spot and he's like, oh, you rapper? Like, da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, I just got to town. Like, I'm super pumped on this. This I, When I heard that it was a funk, hip-hop, neo-soul band, I'm like, I'm obviously I in the right place. Yeah. Like, the first place I called, they're like, funk, hip-hop, neo-soul, thousands of one. I'm like, absolutely. And when the li- I mean, when all those kind of musicians come together, it's just yeah. the best thing. You know, it's not just a hip-hop show then. You know, you got a hip-hop it's, show. It's live. It's, it's, it's a live show. Yeah. It's a show, man. Oh, man. So they they were playing, and Jaheim's standing next to me, and he's like, what would you spit to this right here? Like, what would you what would you do to this song? And I'm like, I want to do a million things to this song, but let me just, you know, I probably didn't sound that cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I said whatever, and then I'm like, oh, okay. And then I just spit something, like I had a little written something, and then every time I spit something written live, I almost get, a little nervous so i turned it into freestyle and it worked out because right. then i kicked a couple things about the room and what was going on and he was like oh shit okay so maybe that was the birth of the emerson freestyle thing because that happens a lot still. right i right. see that happen that a was, lot still yeah it's like i got the beginning down and i'll just bust out the rest different that, that was the birth of the the half freestyle performances mm-hmm. that, that but it works out right. i see you up there and you'll start off with a with a with a verse I've heard your lyrics from, and, and you're singing I'm along like, with me, you're like, well, no, wait, there wait, it went. This is a different verse. Wait, yeah. nope, this is freestyle. There's just, but there's just always, so much to say. One out. one line that I did write down that wasn't I mean, a freestyle a was, I got too much to say and not enough lips to convey, and it was like that's, and I realized that I have to incorporate freestyle or else. I'm never going to actually get everything out. And that you want to say. That I want to say. No doubt. Well, that's good. I mean, you always... I mean, you're one of the best just as an MC off off the top of the head, going into to the written stuff and then turning it into something different and being able to extend a verse, you know? Right. If the band decides to I gotta to feel the juices, verse, you know? I'm still shy enough and crazy enough to be a, be a victim of the on-the-spot syndrome, you know? For as long as I've been doing it and as comfortable as I feel most of the time, it's like, it's always there, man. I think every real artist knows that it's just always fucking there. Yeah, man. Every fake artist, too. Schwartz and I, yeah. (laughs) Schwartz and I have been, you know, performing for, I don't know, 13 years now together, and it, 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 it happens every time every time i mean i get so nervous before every show and yeah and oh, suddenly a band that we're playing especially with a new song like just fun, get up here get up here and do something yeah. and then i'm up uh, i don't know what to do and i'm just like on the spot that it's tough yeah but you i mean you're good at it you're damn good at it you, you i hide it well i guess i hide it well because sometimes if that happens they're like oh emerson's here and you, you know like they call you out you can't right. be like man yeah you walk in i'm not good so you're you like shit yeah i'm now i'm on stage i haven't even taken a piss yet <laughs> all right so we're here we are talking to emerson b he's giving us a little history lesson to all the all the places he's been all the uh, trouble he's made, all the crazy uh, places he slept. Mm-hmm. We're loving hearing about it. So we're going to take you off here. We're going to take a little break here. 
We're going to fast forward a little bit to his new group that he's in, Bright at Night. Bright we'll at to Night. A little bit of his stuff. So after we come back, we're going to listen to a little bit of Bright at Night, and then we're going to come back with Emerson B and get a little bit more of a history lesson so he can take yeah, us get, up. Get to through this, this timeline, man. It's a long we're not even there yet. We're, like, got a lot. we're halfway there. I, I love it all, though, man. I want to hear it all. I, I love the history. So we're going to listen to it all. We're here at View from the Hill. You can listen to it live or the playbacks at www.viewfromthehill.com. I'm here with Emerson B. Emerson, you got you know you guys on Facebook, Bright at Night. Bright at Night is on Facebook. Um, we are gonna have a website put together here shortly. We are website. Profesh. We're gonna be recording an album this month awesome. and I like finishing out next. I hope to have everything done by April. Uh, Including right, including you guys like having it. So because okay. I've already said it and stated it, now nah, we gotta do it, right? You heard it. That's what you do to, to make yourself do what you gotta do. You, you record next it. Next month, he <laughs> says it's gonna be out April, bright at night. We're here with Emerson B on View from the Hill. We'll be back soon. Champagne Brown. It's that tuning song, that little tuning song. Are you in this world, Zach? Oh. I'm in the studio. That's in the studio. That's a song. That's why he said that. Oh. Yeah, in the studio. That's a song. Yep. All right. Let's play right, that so song called In the in Studio. studio. <laughs> All right. Here it is. More specifically, in this world. It's I'll actually get, less I'll get into your world. What? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. He's a freak. That old drummer boy is a freak. Oh. Besides, like I got a choice Living on the roads, trying to find a voice But I don't really want to act that way She got me on the grind Fighting in the system, working overtime Where's my baby and my pistol? I don't want to live that way I've been working too, too much Gotta get back down to earth Cause I don't wanna be lost in it And if I'm sipping on such Like I got a choice How am I gonna get those things back When they've evaporated with it Faking the daily thoughts and making the daily smarts A way to spread quicker and vacant lots That's where the crazy starts Reality breaks apart When you're bringing the flame to the frost Now what is a rated shot when you know that the game is tossed Hastily taking charge of the brain in a wasted scar It's like the whole human way was meant to follow fail As if we're all dumb, blind, couldn't solve the braille You know it's real But people still From the upper jump sissy to the man with the guns up Joint rolling hippies to the crew sipping mickeys To the girl giving dickies to the dude in the bar Just said she was pretty but the truth is the titties are raw He's even really got to see thus far Some dudes in the city, they got no pity Don't think twice when you stare at your bra And that's embarrassing, y'all I think he puts a bad name upon a stereo Type A, none to get your itch like MP no guns, just fist like and see how that changes your life and develop ways to do right in this world. In this world, in this world that we've been living in. In this world, 
this world I win this world that we've been given yeah. Now, well I feel trapped no chains to break loser of cracks But still I have full strength Mad cash, but not the penny in the bank I act fast, but slower rolling every day now People change weeks past like minutes over And still laugh when you're last to finish And the first to start on the path of ignorance And gumption is limited So clowns will benefit And the smarter you might be, harder it might seem Pretty face frauds leaving all of the ice cream They're getting money Dollar, dollar bills, y'all Still fall in the opposite direction of the talent they meant for Walk around pissed off Gotta hold your head up high Chin up to lift off to the tip top of elevated minds It's more than just selling all your rhymes Up in this world In this world In this world that we've been living in In this world In this world this world that we were given I've been overwhelmed oh, I've been overwhelmed by you Overwhelmed oh, I've been overwhelmed, my dear Overwhelmed 
Right back in mine, it's no surprise You should have never left In all those days of the past Well, they've been moving further so fast But here you are now On my doorstep oh, Benjamin, you crying over your new man Well, this is getting out of hand And why is it me? But you are leaning over me up once before when you permanently close that door but now a piece of me is gone and I've been overwhelmed oh, I've been overwhelmed by you overwhelmed oh, I've been overwhelmed my dear Like you, I was the things of the past and it happened, boots, what can I say? I didn't know you'd come one day, could've known, but I didn't ever find a way. I was young, I thought I had the time to play. I know it's dumb, but it's how I tried to hide the pain. My whole life I've been walking through miles of rain. All my blood, sweat, and tears can define the stain. But times have changed, love's what I try and maintain. Your love's what I try and maintain. But while the rain dried up, when the sunshine came, you're the reason that the sunshine came. Now, trust me, baby, cause everything I said and done is just me, baby. What would have ruined what we just created? I've got to be patient. But I'm over That's the thing. Seamless transition. Flawless. Everything is seamless when it's flawless. Ready for hard times without struggling. And I'm ready for good times to be good again. And I'm ready for my day. Get better Cause honestly I am 
ready for whatever comes my way. Ready for whatever comes my way. Ready for whatever comes my way. Ready for whatever times come my way. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Well, I have. I've ranked and battled lots of men new life. My path has changed a little, I'ma stand up right And I laugh at anybody that be questioning mine I'll pass on any blessings you got plus a few rhymes I took hands with Lucifer once, plus a few times And now I'm changing my cause, no way I'm a foe Second chance at keeping my soul, I won't let go Now, deliverance is the key and if it ain't your cup of tea Then come and see the embassy, just let his precious ruckus leak For the two time, but now I find the devil's clutch is weak And I've let go when he's gone and he's never touching me I've climbed from the fire, I've reached a peak and now I finally feel it to try to breathe and speak Cause I've been holding hands with the devil for too long I've been holding hands with the devil too long And I, I can't be weak, I know I gotta be strong Cause I've been holding hands with the devil too long And I'm ready to jump too long And holding hands with the devil too long I can't be weak, I know I gotta be strong Cause I've been holding hands with the devil too long And I'm ready for hard times without struggling and I'm ready for good times to so be good again. Good again, good again, good again. And I'm ready for my days to get better. Because honestly, I am. I'm ready for whatever comes my way. Ready for whatever comes my way. Ready for whatever. Comes. You like none, a goddess from a new bright sun You even let me stay in your house when you weren't home And always welcome shelter in case a new fight comes Only questions with your daughter, but to you like a son You would treat me like a mother would when we'd be young Told me to keep the heat distant I never needed a gun, but now the two of us are soon to be depleted in one And now it feels my knees are weak when I run But I know that I will see you again, breathing again And speaking to friends, and a new life where we can begin Whether the beat be Weaker intense, I blaze it Me without you in my life is crazy It's like something thought up in my worst imagination A brain filled with pain and aggravation I'm waiting patient for the man to be mistaken Then get face to face and face him I'm about to blaze him You think I sell my soul for this nation My government, but it must be run by mental patients Think it's time for a political innovation With material liquidation and spiritual revelations In typical situations, lyrical innovation Miracles rendered basic, his fear is no longer thinking Is looking into the eyes of suicide will build
What's happening? We're back with Emerson B. And we've been talking, we've been listening to the history of Emerson B. Where where he's been staying, how he grew up, how he kind of created himself. It's been a pretty awesome ride. We've been talking a lot. How you been doing, man? You've been you've been having fun today? I've been having a lot of fun today. This Tonight, fun. whatever it is, the sun is down, but it is beautiful in here, man. It I is. love the conversation. It's good to catch up. Even with myself, you know, to, to understand, take a look back and, and see my history so I can place <laughs> place where I'm at right now and and then keep moving, you know? I know. I think I saw you, like, starting to talk about stuff and sort of you gave that, that little glimmer in the eye, like, like mm-hmm. oh, that's right. I forgot about that for a minute. Memory. <laughs> Memory. All right. So we've been talking about your time. You know, you, you took a long time in Athens. You had some back and forth. You went and you got your your full sail degree and you started doing some recording stuff and really got into music and you had some some wild times in New York. You had some wild times, you know, in uh, in Ithaca, New York, you know, New York City and then Ithaca and uh, you were back and forth in Philly and that kind of, you know, I was saying once before, you know, your time in Athens laid the groundwork for your time when you finally moved away and it's exactly. almost like what you've been talking about now laid the groundwork for your big boy time in Philly, right? Cuz you went back to Philly then. Right. That after was where Ithaca. you were with at before you made your final move back to Athens, right? You you did your big boy Exactly, time exactly. Philly, right? So we're almost to present time once we get through Philly. Right. <laughs> we're almost caught up. Um so yeah, it's it's Philly again. What's funny about it is the story gets confusing especially when I start bringing in family and siblings into things, you know, for people that are interested in another realm, but musically and just personally it's still confusing enough because there's been so much back and forth. It's like you know, the only place I went to once was Florida. But the story before we went on break, I mean, it was confusing to me. I was having a little meltdown. I think I don't even know what's happening right now. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I've done it's like it's weird because I do this. Uh, if you look at it like this, which I haven't thought about until this exact moment, I do middle school in Ithaca, back to Athens, Philly High School. Kind of back to Athens. Florida, kind of back to Athens, because my family moved back to Athens when I graduated high school. So right. they were they were back. They were back and set up. So anytime I was going to visit home was now Athens again. Right. Home was Athens. Home was Athens again. Home, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so Ithaca, Athens, Philly, Athens, slash Florida. And then kind of Athens again, Montana, Athens for a second, Montana, Ithaca, which I had already been to when I was little, but now I'm like back as a man, you know, a young man, 19 year old man. <laughs> and then a boy, man, a boy, man, child person, redheaded stepchild person. <laughs> so I uh, back in Ithaca, then Manhattan, then back to Ithaca, you know, like, yeah, and then after Ithaca ran it out with rarefaction, thousands of one, you know, loving all the inspiration, doing a bunch of things. Uh, like I said, on break, played uh, my own, I had my own nights at a couple spots. This one spot, Macabre's. I do mon- Monday nights at Macabre's, and I could put together my own little trio or just a drummer or just a saxophone or play by myself, whatever it was. Right. It sounded like how we kind of wanted uh, how Hip Hop Shop started, and, and I'm kind of trying right. to get it back is where you have a night. Rotating. And you get, yeah, rotate. You bring musicians mm-hmm. in. You, you know, it's not just... 
MCs like the hip hop shop's been here. It's like you, exactly, you and, and it's not just and, the same players either. You right, know, it's not right. the same drum the drummer. It's not the same sound every time because if you only have a saxophone and a conga player, I mean, like, you know, it's yeah. different. Yeah. But you can still rap to it. <laughs> but so I, I was doing that for a minute there. But yeah, let's let's get ourselves out of Ithaca, or else we could spend all day in the waterfalls. Right, um, you did your big boy time in Philly, and right? then now we're big boy time in Philly. I met a girl in Ithaca, and we were together for a minute. Got a dog, and then yeah, uh, it was serious. Then it was so serious. Yeah, when you it get was the dog, so it's serious. serious. Then she <laughs> wanted to go to grad school, so we we hit the we hit we hit it, man. She applied at a few spots, and she got into St. Joseph's in Philly, and I'm like, I know Philly, so we went to Philly. And I did. I knew Philly still right. from high school days. Like I, it was all. It all came back to me pretty quick. It seemed like that. I so I was to able to make her actually. feel pretty comfortable in a new place because uh, she came out of like outside of Ithaca in like a small town that would be like the Albany of Athens almost. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and she rolls to Philly like totally ready for it. Super smart gal knows what's happening. She's going for writing and getting her master's in writing and. Uh, ends up getting a job in a magazine, which is uh, 215 Magazine, which happens to be in Larry Gold's studio. The 215 Magazine. Which is which is where uh, the Roots right, studio is Larry also Gold. at. Well, so Larry it's like Gold. it's a whole combination. Larry Gold's yeah. Larry Gold. Larry Gold's Larry. You just say right Larry right Gold when you, you know what's happening. Strings, baby, strings. <laughs> so anyway, that's all happening. And, uh, you know, we split up because things change and that's just what life is. And I love it. I love life to that mm-hmm. because who, who or where would we be if we didn't allow that kind of change? Um, so she's working, she's in the scene. We break up all of a sudden. I heard, so this is what I, I can, heard actually. I, can, I heard there was some shit that happened with Black Thought. You're just going to talk about how y'all broke up. Creating drama. I mean, I'm not even gonna put it out there because I mean, yeah. I'll put it out there. I heard she banged Black Thought. Well, that I mean, yes, that happened. (laughs) That happened, which is fine, and that was after the fact. She already left me for this other little kid who was uh, living in his parents' basement, and uh, you know, he could grow he could grow facial hair, but he was a child. He was definitely a child, and uh, so I was already I was already put to the curb for this little blogging dude and uh but uh, no, no hate but no, no hate, hate whatever no, no not at all <laughs> not at that point not at the, i mean at that point yes but not anymore <laughs> okay <laughs> i was definitely hating back then <laughs> but then all of a sudden it opened up all my doors i mean i was literally trapped in a situation where i'm in a big city with opportunity and all my time is being spent going to work making money and pleasing this girl and taking care of our dog right. that turned into two dogs you know who's like fucking black thought you know and well <laughs> who's who's fucking black thought later uh but the reality is is i like that that came later had it been i probably would have been crushed in some way <laughs> had she like left me for black thought from the roots but she she went for a blogger first so i was like i might as well have been a jogger like i like didn't (laughs) even matter because it rhymed yeah well you know blogger jogger jogger. but i mean for real i just you know there's 
like that's about as cool like i oh i jog like you could say you blog oh, or blog. you jog <laughs> same shit <laughs> whether it rhymes true. or not i same shit to <laughs> that me. is very true so oh you're a jogger cool great <laughs> nice pants oh you blog uh, oh you blog cool, cool. nice pants <laughs> <laughs> so the uh so my pride wasn't killed, man. It really opened me up to just be like, fuck it. Here comes the city and here comes me in it. Mm-hmm. And I took it on the so best I could. So you stay in the city still? I yeah. moved right downtown. I We moved out. Boom, you went we right We both split, there. moved to new spots. I was above the Monk's Cafe at 16th and Spruce, right downtown. I mean, so a block off Walnut. You were like, fuck it, I'm going to go into the heart of it. Right. I mean, I could... And I skateboarded everywhere I went, and I could get there so fast. Like, I would beat cabs to where we were going. People would want to meet me, and I'm just like, fuck it, I'm pumping. Right. And I pumped through traffic, and it was all flat and so accessible. It was the best, some That's of the best sweet. times of my life, man. Did they, did they get on your shit there, too? I mean, with the skateboarding in the, on the sidewalk? Is, is uh, that, is I'd, that well, bad... I'd skate in the middle of the street, man. Because, because, like, don't even know. because there's lights. Like, because I was in Center City, everyone's on this stop-go traffic. So who knows I'm, like, if they the were per- hard asses on the it. sidewalk. You didn't even use the right. sidewalk. Right, I wasn't on the sidewalk. Unless I really needed to, and if it was raining, I didn't get to skate at all. But pretty much, I was in the road going where I mean, I would go from sometimes I'd go from far, you know, Fairmont area, museum district, or like above Center City, all the way down to like so what happened? Because I I swear, I swear, I saw I saw some, you know, I brought it up earlier, and I saw some busking videos of you of you busking on the street and kind of i did busk in philly finally got into the busk a little bit up there uh just because there was like when you were in the heart of it is that when it started happening i was just uh rittenhouse square was like two blocks behind my apartment right and so i could go over there and it was huge park beautiful especially you know in the in the warm months Mm -hmm. you're you're in there man Mm -hmm. there's thousands of people walking by every day and uh it wasn't even about the money. It was just, it was more about other artists recognizing that I existed. Like I could give a shit if I had a bunch of money at the end of the day to buy lunch or try to like scrape through my rent. Like I, I was working, I was doing my own thing. I had gone to massage school up there. So I got a job like before I moved down to center city, I got a job at a pretty well-defined spa up in a ritzier part of town and just, and kicked that. What were you doing? Wait, hold on. You, you, you want to go, you want to just quickly say things. And I got I to gotta hold you back. You're like, yeah, I got a job in a, as a, in, in a massage parlor, in a spa, in a ritzy. But, so I want to hear about that. So wait a minute. You I gotta, went to massage school in Philadelphia. Got uh, my got my certification, and it was what they call the national certification. But So you went to the ritzy, you were ritzy massaging. There was a spot called... Uh, I don't know. I mean, do you, can you disclose names? It doesn't matter. 3000 BC. Got a spot. <laughs> got a job up there doing massage therapy. Um, right out of school, pretty much. I was I was hired before I graduated. And then when I graduated, I started. And, uh, and I just, you know, it worked out for about a year. I was up there. And then I took a moment to address the situation that I was making 25% or less of every session that I was doing. And you were probably, I mean, you were doing it to rich fat dudes too, right? Uh, oh, there was rich fatties. There were, you know, you're just doing it to rich. Oh, it's like dude, one of those things. So, it was equal. There, so there were a, honestly more sexy. I mean, so I gotta be honest with people. you. Being a massage parlor. <laughs> because it was like fancy. Like, so all the sexy people came in to get massages. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes more but sense. But there are some rich fat 
you know, Harry's that come in as well, and that's, you know, it's part of the job. Well, being a massage person is kind of the, the same thing as, like, when I say, when I hear dudes being like, yeah, I want to be a gynecologist when I grow up, you know, uh, like, you know, and they always think that's great, because you're going to look at pussies all the whole, uh, the whole time, but, yeah. but really, There's when I start thinking about it, like, you're going to you're gonna look at the nasty shit. Uh, yeah, and well, so, that's usually who's coming in. That's what I think the massage <laughs> thing is. If you got you the know? most beautiful pussy in the world, then you you're probably them. not going... <laughs> in there very often <laughs> but and so that's what, what i'm saying is i thought that was like the same thing as you know because my point is probably you're pretty fucked up you're hurting you got your you're you're just you know you got that extra weight on you i figure it's it's the big dudes that you don't like touching because they're no, like I mean, oh, normally honestly it was like people coming in with, drywall today nah, uh, I'm like, uh, well, drywall is kind of blue collar but uh, you know i don't knock <laughs> drywall because that's it's, it's kind of like mowing the lawn you know it, it looks good when you get done with it if you do drywall then when it's done you're like yeah this is a room now kind of like mowing the lawn you're like look at that shit that's right good. those are jobs you can see see the help yeah. of so Anyhow, though, like, mostly it's people coming in with, like, tennis elbow or, like, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. It was that kind of shit. They, so they're actually physical yeah. therapy kind of people. You yeah. Know? They, they, or, they or like, trophy problems. wives that are just like, and today is my massage day, yeah, right, and right. tomorrow is my this day. <laughs> yeah. But you weren't making shit off them. I mean, you I, were That's the, the thing. It was, like, the cheapest massage, massage there was, like, 100 bucks. And you were making 25 bucks. And I was bucks. making, like, 23, 25 bucks off it, <laughs> plus tips. So I was still pulling in, like you know, 40, 45 bucks an hour. Right. But maybe I didn't seem right. It just didn't seem right. And, and I was working my body. I was hurting myself, you know, to be there. Uh And you do five to eight massages. Sometimes they're a slave driver and I'd be doing like eight massages in a day. Like most spas that actually care about their therapists, they don't let them like by, you know, rule, they don't let them do more than five in a day. Like five is like, that's what, you know, that's, that's it. the top out. Yeah. But these folks didn't care because they were, had the business and they're like, we got a supply because it's money to be made and they're just running us. And so I dipped out of there. As soon as I left, like a lot of my clients that were regulars hit me up, found me on Facebook or like figured it out. I'd, so they some, didn't like I'd the given place. them they some of my, you. yeah. And they, I'd given them some of my cards for music, just like, you know, double dip in there. Like, Hey, I also do this. Like, mm-hmm. bring your people to a show. Uh, but get a massage. Come listen. To <laughs> yeah. Music. Then, like, if you want to see what else I actually do in the world. But so that some people had my card and were like, Emerson's gone. Shit, I have his card, and they hit me up. And I, all of a sudden, like within a week or two of being, probably three weeks. Within like three weeks of not being at the spa anymore, I had at least ten clients that wanted to like set up either weekly or biweekly. Mm-hmm. And then I could charge. 70 75 right. I mean I, well, I would charge like bucks. 75 plus either cab fare or train mm-hmm. because I wasn't driving I just would skate wherever I go and I had my own table and I had all my own shit right so I would mostly do house calls and there were a few people that could come to my spot and it was you know nice enough that I felt comfortable. So then suddenly you're so no longer making, a musician, you're a masseuse. I was, double, well, I was doubling up. And masseuse can be misconstrued. Uh, it's a massage therapist, you know, it's medical. It's medical. <laughs> so what I was so doing you were that, a doctor, basically. I was a doctor, man. I was out there <laughs> helping people. Right. I, so I would do that and, you know, I'd pull in great money and... Uh, and so I'm like, I'm going to do massage and music. That's that, my that plan. That affords you. I mean, that, that that's affords me. Good. And so then yeah. I could spend, 
you know, a few hours a week doing massage, and that could take care of my bills and my pleasure. I mean, I, and then I would just try to be everywhere that I could. You know, I'd sure. be at every art gallery opening. I'd be at every musical event. I'd be at every, you know. I mean, I wasn't even a jazz doctor club like was you. Around my- I was working at DP Doe, and that was even good enough for me. Like, that gives me the money I can make right. to then support my music. But if you can go, if you can go and do two massages in a day or go up and like, because now people aren't coming into the spa and you're giving them like 25% off of Mm -hmm. what they usually pay at the spa and they don't even have to leave their house. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're tipping me even more than they would tip me when they came into the spa and I'm getting all of it. Right. So that was happening and they'd set up with neighbors or friends to come over at the same time. And I'd do three, four massages in a row there. So it was like I was going and doing a full work day at one house and leave with like four or five hundred bucks. And I'd be like, well, rinse, so what babe. happened? So what, <laughs> so what was it? You know, I got to kind of fast forward us a little bit. So what happened? Uh, it was just like you wanted to be around family. And I just no. Well, you can't even then, even while I was still up there, I shut it out before I came back to Athens. Mm-hmm. I, I jumped fully into music and I was like, I'd rather be broke and happy, you know than in, in doing my art and doing what I love to do and see where it takes me. And that's, I mean, we loved having you back here because I remember when you finally came back, um, I was with, I was with First Street Heat then. What was, what right. was the First Street Heat? Yeah, and even for a before minute I was doing things back, up there. I did some of my own shit. We were telling with the Swift First Street Technique, Heat people. We were like, fucking Swift Technique, right. Swift we were technique, telling First Street Heat, Heat, like, yo, when Emerson comes it. by, you gotta, you gotta come back. You, you you know, you got to get him getting on this, and, and then you did. You started joining us then, because then yeah, you came so back Yeah, so we came back to Athens. What what year was that that you came back to Athens? What is it now? It's 2016 I think it was now. 2012, we or like at the right, end, of, right. end of 2011 or some that, shit. Yeah, that makes sense. That sounds about right. Like four, a little over four years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Sassafras back then, man, you got to get him on. Yeah, and that was a really did. sweet you beer. This is like juice, man. That I know that is juice. That's the only <laughs> beer I got right now. Raspberry juice. I got the beer that comes with a straw. Does it have a straw? Well, could be in a Capri Sun. I threw it away package. so I look more like a man. So I didn't. Yeah, straws are for suckers, man. <laughs> you don't want to see uh, walking out of the liquor store. Be seen walking out of the liquor store with with some beer and a straw. Beer and a straw. Beer and some straws. That's that's no good. In a brown bag. <laughs> <laughs> what are you sipping out of a straw in that brown bag? And, and so you, you, know, you came back and you you kind of got right on with us. I mean, it was just kind of like come on. It was seamless, man. I I you hauled myself down here, and it was like that weekend. Mm-hmm. I was already on stage with you guys, right. and I think I think actually the first show wasn't even in Athens. I think I cruised with you to the Mad Frog in Cincinnati. That's right. That's right. And I, you were like, "This is the next show." Blah blah blah. We'll get you on a verse, and I'm like, "I'm here." And then not no soon plans. after that was Halloween. Then when we right. played Halloween, and that was supposedly going to be the last show of First Street Heat. It basically, and then there were kind of was, it, but then they it was the blowout. Came with, yeah. yeah, right, right, right. And then it was like, "Let's fizzle now." Yeah, yeah. Let's fizzle <laughs> and turn into another band because yeah, you guys. <laughs> You guys kind of evolved into Sassafras. Yeah, yeah. Jack Gould, the- Eric Turner, and Zachary Ponsery all came to me and they said, hey, we want to do a new group that is what we intended First Street Heat to be. Right. But everybody's graduating and everybody's leaving. And, Dude, you know, and they still weren't going to, like, they were, like, and still involved dysfunk and, like, <laughs> be, like, but let's do what we 
you know, came to do, mm-hmm. we would love you to join the band. And that was like fresh. That was like within like a month or two of being here, like very quickly. And I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. And oh, then I mean, Jack was, was like, and the name is Sassafras. I've already, I have it in my mind. I'm copywriting it well, tomorrow. When you came in, it was perfect. I mean, it had probably been, you know, everything you were used to by then. I mean, you, you then came to Athens and you've got this nine piece funk band being like, yo, right. step on stage with us. Which is, I came like, out of like a seven can, piece funk band when I was, you know, funk hip hop, when mm-hmm. I would do stuff with Swift Technique, mm-hmm. plus doing my own stuff. But just, I, I, really felt good about that transition at the time. And that's why I think I kind of like stuck and I was able to claw in a little bit and go, okay, you know, I'll give it a couple of years. I'll see where right. we're at here right. because it was home for one. There was a lot of great support coming in a lot of directions. It's fucking cheap to live. And there's talent here beyond belief, like in every genre Everywhere. of music and every, you know, facet really food, yeah, just understanding is, you know, the crazy. awareness level is up. So, I'm really into that. And all of a sudden music did not stop. It was like, Oh, I'm cause I was worried. I'm like, I'm coming to a small town and I'm like on this come up and I'm hanging with all these people. I want to like be with who are doing big things. And you know, and I'm going back to Athens. What's that going to yeah, do? Was it true? I mean, so when I, when you first came to town, I heard something about, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that you got some NPR love in Philly kind of, Oh, well, NPR's studio with the World Cafe, World Cafe Live that they they do on NPR, their their station and World Cafe Live, the the venue uh-huh. is is right there like over the bridge kind right of around there, 30th Street on your way into like University City near okay, Penn. Okay, yeah. And so I was playing there occasionally cuz they had an open mic and then I ended up winning uh monthly performer like performer of the month right that's what i was saying you were getting some kind of love yeah so then i got to i got some free studio time and a couple other little things through that and that gave me another push into some other doors right and i i was i was hearing that that was kind of right sort of right before your move is sort of what it was uh it was it was about a year before yeah yeah but i'm still i'm sure that it came to that point where you know you're you're just a year out and you move back to athens you're like holy shit i just got yeah right well that's where i'm at because i'm like what am i you know what am i turning around or am i just making a backward or or am i just turning in a direction right right. rather than going backwards is it just another direction and i think that it really has been because my brother was here who's plays bass and was cedar here before cedar was here already because when my family moved back here uh out of philly when i graduated high school i i hadn't lived at home for basically like with my family or anything for like for like almost eight years so he just moved with them he moved with them because he was still like because he was still 12 right okay okay yeah Yeah. i kind of forget the age difference that there is there sometimes so then he's he's with them growing up and starts playing bass and every time i came to visit we would play a show either for like linen fest or a little gig in town some mm-hmm. you know either my mom would put it together or we'd book some little thing at casa or jackio's mm-hmm. or something and i'd play whatever i was doing solo but cedar would jump in so we that's where the brothers duo began right right and he would basically play like lead bass to like everything that i was playing and he had no like we wouldn't practice or anything uh-huh. he'd just go with what i was doing and then when I moved back, like we both felt that we wanted to make music together and, and 
keep that moving and he wanted bass lines and I wanted bass lines and you know so when you were with Sassafras I mean was it kind of like you guys were doing them because I know you had you had that like when you guys first started Bright at Night when you moved back to you were still sort of with Sassafras and it wasn't even called Bright at Night right it was uh, I mean it it and I mean even even when you were done with just Cedar and you were doing it with the with the Catania boys it was called like what? It was oh, like we did. We did go through a couple oh, names. It was brother, almost like Bright Who and Night. Yeah, it was like, like that. it was like <laughs> Oh Brothers, Who Aren't They? Or yeah, something. Yeah, Oh Brother, Who Aren't They? Something or what like was that. it like? Yeah, like Brother, Who Aren't They? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you were doing the double thing with Sassafras for a while, and I mean Sassafras took you all over the place. Did you you did quite a bit of touring with them, right? Yep, we toured a lot. We went we went to a lot of different spots. Man, the road was thick with our were blood. you with them when they started because i know now they're doing a right regular from, thing the, in New from the York, very sort, beginning sort of. uh, i mean i, I know got you to were go there. to new york with them a couple times and then uh and then even after we we went our separate ways and i've continued you know you still hooked up with them making times. sure bright at night was the main focus like they would say hey we're going to chicago or hey we're going to new york like do you want to jump on this like they'd always give me the opportunity right. to come and do the verses that were a part of the album and a part of you know what we had already done and that that was big for me i felt good about leaving for one because creative creative differences started to happen which i mean i would think do, sorry it started to be i mean with the way i know you are it was kind of like you probably wanted to have a little bit more creative control right i mean i love so when somebody can like put all the instrumentation together and it's sick because they would do that there was right. never anything that they played that i was like that's whack right but They're always it awesome. was I it was always awesome, awesome but sometimes it wouldn't fit with what my style was or you know mm-hmm. certain members would would want to force certain directions uh of the song and rather than oppose that you know you just kind of go with it and go i'm gonna mold mm-hmm. my verses or i'm gonna mold my understanding of this into oh, something yeah. else and it's like i'd rather last thing you want to do is create ripples in a band if you don't need to right so that's happening and i'm, I'm doing shit that i feel is still good like it's opening up me to challenge and and i think that's great to be a part of many projects mm-hmm. and see what else is possible but uh at a certain point i mean we we were on the road for about two years and then we recorded almost two years and we recorded down in atlanta at tree sound studios right, yeah. which was like off the wall I yeah mean, i was with them at first when we first went there and we just right. visited we just saw it we yeah. wanted that first i was i was with the second tour they did down in florida because they had done a couple uh, another one before that but yeah i went down there and that was the first time we did a show in atlanta the night before we were gonna leave i think it was and the guy doing sound at the show we happened to be at was the owner of of, of the studio. studio, yeah, and it was like you he guys. Just, need and to yeah, come he back. was like, "You guys need to just come." Like, I mean, he was trying to get you know some money. He was trying to get get people to come in there and buy studio time. But he, right. I think also he was he saw us, play. which he did. He gave a huge family discount, right. and it happened years later. But it's like that's yeah, another how many grand there, in his pocket. Just like, you guys got to get down there. We saw. I mean, I when I saw it, it was. As all, I mean, I, I mean, say, Outcast, that's one of the times I'm really jealous of fucking uh, Outcast, Elton John, yeah. Aerosmith, Justin Everyone. Bieber, fucking I mean, 
Everyone, man. I mean, Elton John's got that, uh, got the album. I mean, that's all about the same thing. I mean, you know, it's Peachtree. It's Peachtree Studio. He's got the Peach, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and that's the, it's, that's the street it's I on. I mean, that's where it's all at. That's, and, and they had the Elton John, they had the Elton John pinball machine. Yeah, it was Elton John everything up in there. They loved it. Right. Well, there was, a, there was a few, yeah. And then Bubba Sparks, that's Bubba the thing. Bubba Sparks. I yeah, he had, he had the high school. B.O.B. <laughs> Uh, Lil Wayne all up in there. He was actually like there, like sleeping while we were there. He was like in another part of the studio that we didn't see, but he was like back there totally passed out from being, there were still some groupies left over. Yeah. There were groupies left over. (laughs) They were like, you know, well, actually I'm not going to tell, tell that, but all, everything was, you know, everything was available and it was just, Hey, Schwartz told it. Schwartz said he was, he was propositioned a little bit. (laughs) Schwartz said he was propositioned. Oh, that girl that loved, his raps. Yeah. Yeah. There was someone there, he said, that was just loving his And then she rap. said, she said, uh, <laughs> she was like, oh my God, saxophone. I love saxophone. Like, and then Schwartz started rapping and then they're like, oh my God, is that you rapping? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was funny. That's awesome. So while you were doing that, I mean, you're still doing the, like, like you said, you had a bunch of different names and you're just trying to figure it out. It was you and Cedar sort of playing, but then... You linked up with the Catania brothers. I mean, Zach right. and yeah. Jesse, we start well. We kind of started bright at night. We started bright at night with a couple other guys. Actually, we had uh, Aaron Michael Butler and mm. Ian Lesage. That's right. Uh, and before Ian moved away, yeah. Before Ian moved away, and he played trumpet. So we had Aaron on the drums and Ian on the trumpet, Cedar on the bass, and me playing guitar and vocals. And uh, and then Ian moved away. We kept it moving. Aaron stuck with it for a minute and then at a certain point things needed to shift the Gatania brothers were on board but before that changed we we uh got with the Catania brothers in advance i guess you could say and we started coming up with funny names because there were two of them that were brothers and two of us that were brothers and so we tried to like play off the brothers thing and every show we'd name it something different like bro tet i do remember where aren't they I, uh like broa constrictor <laughs> brothers where aren't they yeah, that was the one that i remember they? that was and the one i was talking we did about. one that was broa constrictor which was like <laughs> members of bright at night and bro tet and uptown buddha like all playing together or some shit That's and it was sweet. like a fun and we always had christopher walken on our uh, on our flyers, on Uptown our show Buddha, flyers. Man, those, th- those are some guys that I think are like an inch away from, you know, they're quote unquote it. making it. They're killing they're it. Like oh, that. they did an applesauce commercial. Exactly. Man. So dude. they're, they're really they're, in they're, there. And then I just <laughs> saw them. I just saw them doing their thing about the uh, the tiny desk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that know, too. They're, they're I mean, the, it's it's sounding really good. Their influence is amazing. coming through in their music. Like what all the guys are saying they're listening to. And I mean, they have players that have been like playing in church since they were kids. And they have players that have been, you know, in like music, musical monasteries. That's what kind the of best thing, bands are know? is when people are like classically trained. Right. I mean, you know, Which is that. unfortunate too for some people that like feel like they want to like come out of these holes that they're trapped in and they have all the spirit and they have all the art and they really do have all the talent. But like with those kinds of classical training situations come the connections as well so Mm -hmm. like if you're somebody that's got a lot of heart and a lot of talent you don't you don't necessarily have the connections yeah but 
to pair with people like that who recognize it. No, it no doubt. I mean, all the they time. are killing it. Those, yeah. those boys are good. Everybody out there, you guys got to check out Uptown Buddha next time there in Athens. Uh, who knows who they'll be playing with, but I guarantee you they'll be the headliners, and you guys need to come check that out. Cause oh, they so are much fun, man. Killing so it. much they, fun. They, they got, are killing it. They got the pieces of jazz in the right ways. You know, people that say they incorporate jazz aren't always doing it, and these guys are, man. Just, no, definitely. Yeah. If you're listening, Uptown Buddha, guys, I want to have you on the show. Let's get on here. Yeah. Come on, Sam Turkle. Let's go, Come Sam. Come on, Vance. Where are you at? What's happening? Let's get you on. So then it, it kind of it kind of started getting bigger, and I noticed that, um, you know, just, just from a guy who's noticing uh, people playing and more and more posters uh, being raised, you know, you guys were playing more and more out as as the brotet as the right. As the well, it turned into Bread at Night. It just it just transformed. It was like, well, we're not we're doing more brotet shows, and that's more fun, and we're doing all this crazy shit. Right. So since we're booked more, and Bright at Night is the name we kind of want to be, it just kind of formed like the. Where'd that name come from? Uh was it just total random kind of talking together like band? I I know how bands normally do. I right. know all bands that I've been in, we just kind of sit it around one day, happens. get stoned and drink, and we talk about band names. I forget exactly. Did it have what it was? At all? I probably. Uh, well, what it what it was originally is that Cedar and I, they I was working at Stevens, um, who actually Stephen just passed, and I just want to say he was one of the coolest fucking people I ever met. He was, he was but. Great, uh, yeah. Super nice, just always a pleasure. Anyway, um, shout out to Steven from Stevens, man. Uh, but I was working there as a server pretty soon after I got back, and eventually they wanted to do live music. Or, well, I fucking put it in their ear for like every day that I was there. Like, you when should it, be when doing are you, live music. When are you going to put live music in the front? When yeah. are you going to have like just a Obviously, room for put you something? In, put you in there. Yeah. That's what you're saying. So I was promoting <laughs> myself and, uh, and they finally play. were like, yeah, let's do it. So we did Wednesday nights and I called it Bright at Night Sessions because I don't really know how it came about, but it was just like the Bright at Night Sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nighttime. It was we nighttime. Were we were in there getting bright. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> It was it was more it came along lines of like you know we shine after dark kind of thing was my original thought to to the name is a lot of musicians and a lot of artists shine after dark mm-hmm. and that was you know bright at night was a way of saying that well it was thought. good I mean the name so, came and then the owl yeah. came and I was like and then the owl with the night vision goggles and I was hooked <laughs> I was hooked forever and I I came up. With that, too, I was like, I'm picturing, like, this owl with, like, night vision, you know, because then it's like, the owl already sees at night, but it's just even brighter. It's not like he's just seeing. He's, like, really seeing it. He's really seeing it. So. (laughs) I've seen that everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, we did the owl. We basically moved from there and said, hey, this shouldn't be just a random night at Stevens. This should be a band. And Cedar and I have been there since the beginning, you know. we've, We've started, or we, you know. We've only wanted to progress from there, and he and I have been the sole members. Uh, so we went through Aaron and Ian, and then we went through the Catanias now. Both Catanias are actually gone, and we have Zach Schaefer, like young, super talented, 
dude from around here as well. What's uh, he playing? He's playing electric guitar. Right, he's on guitar. And where's he from? He was from he's another from band, Athens. right? Oh, he, he yes. He uh, he started Wholehearted Half Wits Wholehearted with some Half friends Wits. of his. Right. And they actually got pretty big while they were still in high school around right. here. Anyway, like... They were winning battle on the bands. They were stuff, winning right? battle on the bands. Yeah. They were playing like out at like restaurants getting paid at like Abrios when they were mm-hmm. a thing. I kind of remember and, that. Are they still together, or since Zach moved, did they kind of split up too? Um, well, he kind of came into Bright at Night because Half Wits was slowing down. So okay. as that, you know, it's not that it was completely I know Jesse fading away. Playing drums with them. Yeah, also. I mean, members leave, and then people have to kind of band slut right, and like right. play in multiple <laughs> bands, and that usually creates drama or pressure. Right. And so whatever band seems like the right band usually the band slut goes oh, i'm gonna lean back over here and then it works out so you're you're playing so we them i mean we we play with you quite a bit i mean yeah oh it's i mean it's endless it's hard to even fit it all into a conversation because i'm i'm realizing that you know if we wanted to go detail for detail like we've obviously skipped a lot there, there'd be a <laughs> lot yeah there'd be a lot so now you're you're up in here. You guys just you you recorded that WLCI thing. Yes, um, and that was while Jesse was still in the band. And as of recent, we have gained Andy P. Andy Parsons on drums. Right. So and you got a new Jesse drummer. is now. You got a new drummer, new band. guitarist, kind of well, new semi-new drum- guitarist. Yeah, guitarist has been here for a minute now, but uh, and new yeah, a it's, new it's, drummer. So and who was that other guy you were talking about? You were saying that you had a sax player. Is he going to be a, a regular or was he's he just he's an in and out burger man? He's uh <laughs> he's been with us before. He's played a few shows with Cedar and I when we just do a duo thing, which has happened at Casa. Uh, we were doing it once a month for a while, and now it's like once every other month kind of deal. Uh-huh. Uh, we do an early show in there just to bring out a different demographic are those like a like dinner shows or kind of like a dinner, dinner show and yeah people are eating dinner and you guys are just kind of playing and well, i mean it's in the cantina stuff. side so we've gotten people dancing early enough mm-hmm. it's from 6 30 to like 8 30 and uh you guys play with shouts and whispers ever? we have not played with shouts and whispers i hear they play that kind of show too yeah they've done that they like, like we've we've been on show. that same kind of rotating mm-hmm. circuit but for a while it was we had every first Wednesday of the month, right? And those uh, guys are good too, man. Shouts, and yeah, whispers. shouts and whispers for sure. Those are good. Absolutely. I mean, those are the guys we got to kind of like, you know, we got to ask questions to because you know, apologies to anyone from Shouts and Whispers. Listen to it. Those are the old guys. Those are those are the players. Those are the, right. those are the guys that know what the fuck's going on, right? Those and they're the, still doing it, and they know they're doing it. They know that. They want to be doing it, and and you know if you look at what the old guys are doing, you're looking at what they've chosen to do. Right. And so they're doing what they want. Right. To do. So if you go, hey, I'm a young guy, and I recognize that this is what you want to do, which means this might actually be a good kind of gig to do. Yeah. And so if you can get in on that ground level of like understanding what the pioneers are fucking holding down, then see you hear that shouts and whispers. See you can you can. You can make up. You can forgive me for calling you the old guys because we also just <laughs> called you the pioneers. Also, <laughs> the old. You're the old guys. The old Donner Party, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you're the pioneers too. So so you, you recorded the WLCI stuff. Have have you guys as Bright at Night ever recorded anything else? 
We have, and because members have rotated and things have changed and songs progress, do you get, do we you get never fights? like put it all the way out. You, do you know? get like people being like, "Hey, I don't want you to play that." Man. Yeah, we've had a little bit of that, and that's kind of where uh, some of the transition in the in the band has been. And everybody now involved is super positive when we're on board and immediately moving forward. I mean, we already have a few new songs in motion just within the last month, and then also. Uh, recording stuff on track we're gonna be like i said done hopefully by april with the whole album ready awesome. for everybody to have that's online great. and off because it seems like and that's that's kind of how things happen sometimes and especially with you guys i mean it seemed like you guys were it's you, the the quintessential you know you, you didn't start in a garage band but it kind of sounds like that kind of like right. just we've had to keep building it as, out as building fun, it out and it was just fun too at first like right. it was nothing right and then suddenly you guys are doing some some good shit you got people leaving and going so i imagine some of that weird the weird band shit you get all the time you right. know you play songs that were written by members that leave but that know. always happens too and it's kind of i'm glad that like now we're coming out with the album right you know because everybody involved right now we all feel good about it and nobody is replacing anybody mm -hmm. like for a lot of people's eyes this is gonna be what bright at night is right and you know, and Cedar and I have been it. here from the right. base, and you know, a lot, a lot was put in by every member that was ever involved. But really, I've I've written almost every song, and Cedar has been there through all that writing, and I I've carried all that forward with me, mm -hmm. and so. Mm -hmm to create these new songs with the guys that we have now, like I've come up with more since Zach's been in the band than, you know, ever before. And, uh, and now we have Andy P who's just, he's on it, man. It took him three practices to like learn everything. That's and, awesome. And it's like, okay, so we're back where we started just a month ago, you know? <laughs> and, like, and so now it's, it, we're, I we're all heard him. Was Andy from a different band? Andy plays with Dad Arm, and he sat in with some folks uh, in a couple different bands. He used to Does also be in Love Alive. Science? Did he ever do a weird uh, science thing, or am I wrong on that? I wouldn't be able to tell you if you're wrong or not, because I haven't that. asked him that. But I'm probably know. wrong on that. If, if you're answering that way, yeah. I'm probably wrong on that then. Yeah, I don't know. Weird Science got second best band in second, Athens. Yeah, though, so yeah. shout out to Weird Science, baby. Dude, they're kick ass, dude. Yeah, uh, they're so much fun. Do another thing, man. Uh, Kroger, Kroger's awesome. Those guys are awesome. Kroger, who will do something like that, is great. Yeah, I, I was mean, in there just the other day in the afternoon. Two guys were playing right. like at like two o'clock. It's like, so weird, dude. You like never live think music in Kroger. I bet fucking no Kroger does that. I bet they're the only Kroger I in hope the so. world. I hope the so. That. Well, and there's like a beer and wine tasting happening. I know. There's wow. a bartender there. Yeah. You talk to a bartender. <laughs> in Kroger. At Kroger. <laughs> there's there's going to be like a shuttle. There's going to be like a Kroger shuttle right soon. I'll tell you that much too. Best That's what everyone's saying is the best paid They in town. will guarantee you money. They're good. They're good. You know, that, well, that's a whole other thing. And you get, get all the hilarious pictures of like the people who don't expect who don't music know what the in the background. Oh like, you just the have to have a cameraman waiting. 
on standby, like ready to snapshot like any awkward faces by <laughs> old couples coming by or when people throwing off. When Weird playing, man, the pictures I saw yeah. of that were hilarious. That was great. That could have gone viral. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> didn't know what the hell we're doing. It's the old seventy-year-old ladies going, "What the hell?" Yeah, like I just like, came to get just those perfect faces <laughs> that you. Like you wouldn't imagine, actually are happening in real life. So is Brian and I gonna play Kroger? You gotta get a, who's who's. We should probably play a Kroger, I guess. Who's heading that up? I heard someone's booking that actually. I I don't know. I'm I'm absolutely. An who's idiot the guy who books the that, uh, the the skull open stages? Chris something. Chris. Am I getting this wrong? I'm gonna make him feel bad. I'm sorry. Well, this we Chris, well, I don't know about the skull. Well, Chris, there's Chris Monday who does the. No, uh, he's not the drawing. Cider that's house. the drawing guys. Drawing guy. Right? He does a, he does him. an open mic at Cider House. Right. And I then, think the guy who's doing the uh, the skull open mic stuff is also doing the booking for the. He's the one working with Kroger. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't I don't know who he is. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> Chris, maybe that's your name. Chris, I'm sorry. I'm more sorry because you're probably going to be like, dude, I've told you this. We're never, but yeah. I'll and do. I'm like, who, who He played in that Rise of the Phoenix show I did. He played, and I don't, re- <laughs> I don't know if I remember his name. Shit. He was one of the bands that Kroger. played that Rise of the Phoenix thing I did for Wait, the it's not Chris Lute. No, no. I, I don't think so. It's going to be, it's going to be one of those things where I got to go to Google. Who are well, you? Well, not only that, it's going to be one of those things that now we have to explain ourselves for anybody <laughs> listening who's like, you fuckers. <laughs> You don't even support your local... You don't even... Skull. You don't like your local people. The local musicians you don't even care about. This is all about local music and you don't even know the people, man. (laughs) I think he... He has reached out to me, too, I think. Can Uh, Can I be on View from the Hill? And I don't remember his name. Uh, Such an asshole. I'm shit. sorry. I'm sorry. Whoever does open stages at Somehow, this call. somehow you know, that happens, though. And really, whoever I'm you are, blanket whoever you right are, now. please don't be upset because this shit happens. Like, happens. I can forget my cousin's names. Like, my cousins have had children. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know who is who. Like, I'm, you know, I ask my mom sometimes. I'm like, all right, so she has blank, 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 and blank. You know, and I don't know family members sometimes so don't fucking freak out right i hope we don't i hope you don't because yeah we don't remember family members sometimes (laughs) we don't even know our own (laughs) family we love you we're a bunch of self-centered artists so that's where you are now man brian and i now killing the athens stage so uh, you know do you have hopes do you have do you actually think about it now like hey we got third place this year well we had second place last year so so it went down so you got but I didn't we didn't even we didn't even try last year and then this year we weren't even like kind of aware of it and it's been the transitional year. Right. So I don't think we were playing so you've as done, much. You've had second, you've had third, so maybe first. Yeah. We like to do like two, three, one. You're not two, in order. Three, You're never one, in two, order. Three. Yeah, yeah. You can't it's musical. You can't start it yeah. at one. You can't start on the one. We're jazz, two, man. Three. We're jazz. Yep, you start exactly. on the two. <laughs> two, three, one, two, three. We're here one, with Emerson two, B. He's hanging out with me on view from the hill. We're gonna take some time now to listen to some of his stuff. We got a little bit more bright at night. I got some of those WLCI recordings that we've been talking about. We're gonna listen to Bright at Night. Number three yeah. on the Athens News Best of this year. Emerson B, he's playing shows. He's got the, the Facebook. You can find him at Bright at Night. Basically anything, if you just search Google for Bright at Night Music, 
That's how you're going to find them, definitely, yep. on Facebook. We're there's listening. some Emerson B stuff out there, too. And then I, uh, there's... I'm Emer- not so sure there is. I did some hardcore like looking for it. three things. I did some <laughs> hardcore looking for it. But if you... Yeah, I have an Emerson B Facebook page. There's a Bright at Night Facebook page. And then there's just me, straight up Emerson K. Bartlett. Are you Facebook. guys playing anytime soon? Uh, we're playing at Jackie O's Tap Room on the 21st of Jackie this O's month. Jackie Tap Room. This month. Not the Just public house. Not the They're public not shows. Yeah, we gonna be down there in tap room. Jaggio's uh, tap room. It's gonna be fun though. It's a Sunday fun day, and uh, there's five acts that night. It starts around five thirty, five o'clock, okay. and it goes all into the evening. So anybody out having a good time the on Touche, Mike or Yeah, the Touche man. The doing re- big things. The Mike Retouchean man. man. No, man, he's helping out with music. I love that shit. I, I love think. that he's doing Vinyl Tuesdays Absolutely. and really trying. To, I mean, that's like a kind of small area. I mean, I love the tap room. It's a little small, but uh, I mean, you can make it happen. Him taking advantage and trying to make things happen there—that's awesome. It is. That is really awesome. And we're talking. The weather is warm. There's a lot of outdoor space there, so it is. When it like, gets spring, man, that's going to be a fun place. Definitely. Mm-hmm. We are hanging out with Emerson B. Bright yep. at night on View from the Hill. Check out View from the Hill at www.viewfromthehill.com. Come, come, come. When we come back, we're going to listen to Emerson B. play a little bit of his live tunes. So we're going to have the first live little performance here on View from the Hill. We hope you stick around so you'll uh, you'll listen to that. Definitely. We'll take it off then. Peace. As you look into my eyes, I look into my mind. You look into my eyes, I look into my mind. You look into my eyes, I look into my mind. It's a beautiful, beautiful night. It's a beautiful, beautiful night. You're my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful nightmare. It's a beautiful, beautiful night. It's a beautiful, beautiful night. You're my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful nightmare. And I'm looking to run away, trying to find a way, maybe I'll get away. Looking to run away, trying to find a way, maybe I'll get away. As you look into my eyes, I look into my mind. You look into my eyes, I look into my mind. You look into my eyes, I look into my mind. As you look into my eyes, I look into my mind. It's a beautiful, beautiful night. It's a beautiful, beautiful night. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful nightmare.
Did I, did I do that? Tunes. It's a brand new track. to say Don't you dare be afraid Life's too short to lock yourself away When your secrets always say So you can take your time to let it out Cause I won't ever let you go of change, they are shifting now, shifting, but we will always stay afloat. Time and confined in the space Without place, which way do I face? It's a movement to innovate the lines of my fate But I still will wait for you I will not let you go Our love's unbreakable But we will stay alone I know I'll wait for you I will not let you go Our love's unbreakable
What's happening? We're back at live view from the hill with Emerson B. You can listen to View from the Hill live right now, or listen to the playbacks at www.viewfromthehill.com. We got Emerson. He's gonna play a little songs live for us right now. Um, we've been playing some WLCI live songs, so maybe he's got some other things cooked up that we're gonna hear different. Maybe he's gonna hear some of the same songs. Uh, that he does solo, you know, who knows, but we're going to listen to a little bit of this stuff, so, turn up the radios, turn up the volumes, get your dance feet on, moving, and let's do it, <laughs> I meant your shoes, get, get your, your dance, dance feet, feet on, on, moving, man. get your dance shoes on, this song is called get your dance feet on, moving, <laughs> no, actually, right, this, is, this is throwing it back, since we've done such a history lesson today, I want to take this back to uh, a song that comes from my history it's a music soul child track and music soul child is out of philadelphia the philly we've been speaking of and i it's it's one of the only covers that i have actually ever done by myself and uh and i've done it a lot but i just love it man it's one of my favorite songs since i was in like 11th grade or some shit so let's make it happen let's make it happen here we are emerson b live view from the hill the solo sessions it's called just friends This might seem strange, but let me know if I'm out of order. For stepping to you this way, well I've been watching you, you, you for a while, and I just got to let you know that I'm feeling your style. Plus I had to go and know your name. And leave you with my number In the hopes that maybe, baby, you would call me someday With you on, you can leave me yours too If you don't, well, I'm not mad at you We can still be cool Cause I'm not trying to pressure you I just can't stop thinking about you Well, you don't even really gotta be my Be my girlfriend 
I just wanna know your name Maybe sometime we could hook up Hang out and chill Well damn, I'm surprised that you called Cause by the way you walked away When I thought I wasn't ever gonna see you no more Well you, you didn't wanna give me your math And I thought that you was picking me It wasn't digging me Hey, but anyway, what you doing, doing tonight? Uh, well, I'll probably be with my people. If it's cool with you, the Navy, darling, we could swing by. And you could just uh, chill with us now. Or maybe you could uh, chill with me now. Uh, baby, long as you've been comfortable, you feel secure when you're with me. Cause I'm not trying to pressure you. I just can't stop thinking about you Well, you don't even really gotta be my girlfriend I just wanna know your name And maybe sometime, well We could hook up, hang out, chill Maybe we could just be friends So maybe we could just be friends So maybe we could just be friends Even if only on the weekends so maybe we could just be friends So maybe we could just be friends So maybe we could just be But check it The first day on the job A shorty shot me a glance I caught myself gazing back In an awkward stance Like what? Oh, a rookie to the mountain And already baby giving me looks Now I get to the books now And see what she would like me to cook now And even if it's likely we'll fuck ha, And if she get high with me much And if she feel alright when I cuss Or would she try to even bite me if touched now Or is she kinda liking it rough And I found that she does So for this lady and me There's a potential for love Or maybe sent from above Or maybe it was just given for lust Cause the way she jiggle wiggle Just a little bit and darling When she struts my friend Giggle just be ripping me up Like my entire systems Just become quickly corrupt By this chick that exceeds and goes up way above a dime She's like a dime plus a dime And I hope to find myself entwined in a lifeline Live it up fully until I live it up fully for real Which will be like every day that we live But still, I'm not trying to pressure you I just can't stop thinking about you I, I don't even need you to be my girlfriend I just wanna know your name Maybe sometime well, we could hook up, hang out and <laughs> we got Emerson B there hanging out. So that was what? Just be friends. Is I think that... it was. Uh, I think it was just be friends. All right. No, so... it's uh, just friends. Originally just done friends. by Music Soul Child out of Philadelphia, but uh, I threw a little verse in there and put my own twist on it. Man, it's a song that I've loved for a long time, and I'm never gonna let it go. Man, I love that shit. So 
Is that gonna just be one that maybe we hear live that you do, or is that one that you just keep for yourself since you did it with uh, with your boys back in the day? Uh, I never really did it. I never really did it with my boys back in the day. Day music soul child is is somebody who's already put his shit out there, and right. uh, it was something that I've done solo a lot, and we do it as a band as do well. You do it? Yeah, but I don't. I don't think we can record it. We have a couple random recordings of it uh, in the version that we do, but. It's not going to be on the album or anything, we won't ever unless do that I mean live. maybe we could you know I could push it out there and I could talk to some people and say hey you know like Cake you know covered right might covered, be one uh, of those ones that you want to do a cover with mm-hmm. so uh, you know is that it are we gonna we gonna hear another one you think I could try one more you could try one more yeah let's see where we're at all right let's try one more this is Emerson B live on View from the Hill. Wonder what it's gonna be. We should probably make sure everything's in tune in here today. Uh, I think that um, I'm gonna switch it up completely. I'm gonna switch it up so completely that you're gonna think it's a different person. But it's still me, Emerson B, on View from the Hill. Thanks so much for listening in. Whether you're live or listening later, I'm just happy you're listening. And make sure you keep an eye and an ear on this cat because he's going to be doing big things from here on out. If you haven't already heard it, go back and check out Mr. MC Schwartz's edition from last month. And, uh, you know, never miss a session. I hope you get to see them all as if it was your favorite show on TV or Netflix. I hope they do too. People walking in the sun for miles It's a nice day but they're not getting tired at all I've been walking on the other side When I don't get tired But I know when trouble calls People taking what they need to gain But an instinct impulse tells us to overindulge Oh, I've been guilty just the same But the clouds rolling in I see them all are taking cover indoors now Said I wish that I could bring in the rain. I wish that I could go on and bring in the rain to wash away these lies, to steal my life away. Darling, won't you ever let me come on home and just to bring in some rain? Oh, I've been loving when a storm hit the city Only people out of all the ones that truly want it for real Oh, everybody else waiting inside for a nice day And the next show they can try and steal Hey! 
but I've been like this Rain or shine, I ain't ever gonna let my soul well it go get food, no Oh, I'd have to be out of my mind To step outside of my grind In this cold world now So I wish that I could Bring in the rain I wish that I could Bring in the rain To wash away these lies Steal my life away Darling, won't you ever let me come on home With a couple drops of oil that I call that rain Wish that I could bring it, bring it. I wish that I could bring it, bring it. Baby, won't you let me come home with a cup of rain? We had Emerson B here today, live on view from the hill. Emerson, I just got a couple more things. We love that you came here and played for us. You have been a fucking awesome guest. We hope that we can have you here a couple more times. You got anything to plug, baby? You got any shows coming up? Let's hear it again. Well, we do have that thing coming up on the uh, the 21st of this month. That is a Sunday fun day down at Jackie O's Tap Room on Stimson Avenue here in Athens. Um, there's going to be a few things in the works past that. Uh, we are doing a big show at Casa April 1st. That's April Fool's Day, but this is no joke. Be sure to come on out. I know that's a big spread between now and then and then even further, but uh, keep your eyes and your ears peeled for what's happening. We got some things happening, but like I said, we're going to be recording this month and doing some other things on that end behind the scenes while winter still strikes, and then hopefully we'll be rocking heavy by spring through the summer and fall and forever from there. Awesome. Awesome. We love having you on here. And everyone out there listening, make sure you use your Google skills. Just Google bright at night. Google skills. I'm sure you'll find so much. You'll find them on Facebook if you just search bright at night. They even have, I think, some some Instagrams up there. You can find something. Oh, yeah. We're on Instagram. You can get them up there, definitely. (laughs) We're going to end out the show now. We had a great time with Emerson B. It's live. View from the Hill. Listen to the replay at www.viewfromthehill.com. We're going to take it away with Time Will Tell, Emerson B. with Sassafras, and also the song he did with MC Schwartz, Ratchet. Oh, shit. And just so you know, just so you know, if you're here in Athens tonight, uh, you better be up at the Casa this evening checking out Hell Nah. Those two boys nah. are hell yes, for I sure. I Hell Nah and Photo at Casa tonight. Tonight. Hit it up. That's going to be where you're going to want to be tonight. Emerson, thank you for being here with me today. Thank you, Hell. This has been great. View from the Hill. Peace out.
go straight off the bat I give you a baptism in rap rhythm When I attack, I spit it with pack venom Reaction to lash to them rappers that lack feeling They act with them, but they just sit in the back chilling While I'm filling the pavilions from the floor to the ceiling And with the rawness of ceiling, regardless if it's up for a million It ain't all about cash, it's about the kick snare And the fall of the crash, and the heat that's in the beat that's attached And that's the reason I rap, plus some people to clap And while you bumping the show, for the love of the dough Well I've been bumping on the low, for the love of the flow So I can say things, fuck the government, yell And got them bumper people bouncing from their head to their toes And never resting their souls until the fire gets cold Don't need the top pop trucks, can't even know, but
Yes, you know it's 